Welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a wonderful Memorial weekend. I uh, personally got out to the Carolinas. I've never been to either one, so I got a little time in North Carolina, and then we went on down to South Carolina, hung out with uh, one of my good friends, and floated the river and did some rafting, so it was a good time. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, but uh, let's move on to the podcast. Got a good show for you this week. Let's get things started off in space. So researchers using an innovative astrodynamics algorithm have uncovered over 100 asteroids that had gone undetected in archived images of the sky. The 104 previously undiscovered asteroids were detected using a new algorithm called Tractletless Heliocentric Orbit Recovery, or THOR, which is a part of the Asteroid Institute's Asteroid Discovery Analysis and Mapping, or ADAM, cloud-based astrodynamics platform. This algorithm recognizes asteroids and calculates their trajectories by linking points of light and different sky images that are consistent with asteroid orbits. According to a statement from the B612 Foundation, a nonprofit that supports research and technologies for mapping and navigating the solar system, Ed Liu, executive director of the Asteroid Institute, a program from the B612 Foundation, said in a statement, we are using the power of massive computation to enable not only more discoveries from existing telescopes, but also to find and track asteroids in historical images of the sky that had gone previously unnoticed because they were never intended for asteroid searches. This data was analyzed by the Thor algorithm on the Atom platform, which runs on the Google Cloud. All right, so got two world stories for you this week. So after two decades of research and experimentation, Israeli defense officials say they now have a working prototype of a high-powered laser gun that can intercept rockets, mortar shells, drones, and anti-take missiles in flight. Officials said that the system performed successfully in a recent series of live fire tests in the southern Israeli desert. It destroyed a rocket, a mortar shell, and a drone, and prompting a standing ovation from officials watching the action on screen. The government has allocated hundreds of millions of dollars to develop the weapon, which Prime Minister Naftali Bennett described this week as a strategic game-changer, and he has pledged to surround Israel with a laser wall. Professionals involved in developing the system say it's still several years away from being fully operational in the field, and experts caution that even then it may initially be of limited use in protecting Israel from heavy incoming rocket fire. Uh, Also in world news, so Hyundai's Avicus subsidiary says it has completed the world's first autonomous navigation of a large ship across the ocean. The Prism Courage left Freeport in the Gulf of Mexico on May 1st and used a Vicus AI-powered system to steer the vessel for half of its roughly 12,427-mile journey to the terminal in South Korea's western provenance. The Level 2 self-steering tech was good enough to account for other ships, the weather, and differing wave heights. The autonomy spared the crew some work, of course, but it may also have helped the planet. Avicus claims that the AI planned an optimal route which improved the Prism Courage's fuel efficiency by about 7% and reduced emissions by about 5%. So we have AI finding meteors in the sky, and now we have AI sailing ships across the sea. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see what happens next. Maybe like an AI bidet or... (laughs) Anyway, so the U.S. story this week is just going to kind of piggyback on world news because we're all kind of tied together at this point. 
Um, but the United States announced plans to deliver $700 million of security assistance for Ukraine that includes four precision-guided medium-range rocket systems as well as helicopters, javelin anti-tank systems, radars, tactical vehicles, and more. Uh, military analysts say that Russia hopes to overturn Ukraine's embattled eastern industrial Donbass region before the arrival of any U.S. equipment that might turn the tide. Uh, the Pentagon said last week that it's going to take at least three weeks for the U.S. weapons to get onto the battlefield. Um, and this happened shortly after on Sunday that Russia took aim at some military supplies that we had sent to them and they launched airstrikes into Kiev. Those airstrikes claimed to have destroyed tanks that were donated from abroad, as well as Vladimir Putin saying that any Western deliveries of longer-range rocket systems would prompt Moscow to hit objects that we haven't yet struck. Um, and he's been saying for quite a while now that uh, if anything strikes inside of Russia, he is going to target these decision-making centers. So who knows if that's decision-making centers for NATO... Or if that's decision-making centers for, you know, Ukraine and Kiev. Or if that's decision-making centers like the Pentagon. So, hopefully we won't see. So, for the local news this week, uh, Huntsville police officers are getting the possibility of being given the option to issue citations to those in possession of marijuana instead of being forced to arrest them on the spot. Huntsville City Council President John Meredith and District 1 Council Member Devin Keith think that they should have the option. And they have voiced their opinions at Thursday's town hall meeting. And they said, what this resolution is about is actually bringing Huntsville on par with other municipalities in our state that have the ability to issue a citation for misdemeanor amounts of marijuana. We are not asking for special privilege. We are asking to keep up with the rest of the state. Alabama is one of 37 states that have legalized the use of medicinal marijuana. Recreational use is still illegal. Huntsville City leaders have been discussing misdemeanor marijuana arrest procedures for months, and some would like to move forward with a vote on the new policy. Um, they said that this proposal is not about decriminalizing marijuana, but rather about how a person winds up in front of a judge to be punished. Under current law, offers are forced to make an arrest, even over small amounts. And the idea behind the proposal is limiting the time that the officers spend booking nonviolent offenders while sparing citizens a trip to jail. Simply put, instead of being arrested and then appearing for a judge, leaders believe that you should get a ticket and then go to court. So... Uh, makes sense to me. Also, got a little sad news. So, Alabama's Randy Owen said goodbye to his mother this week. The Alabama band Instagram post said that we will miss her greatly, but we rejoice in knowing that she is now walking in very high cotton. We were walking in high cotton. Old times there are not forgotten. Those fertile fields are never far away. And it's good stuff. All right, for the weather forecast this week, looks like we're looking at mid to high 80s with a good chance of thunderstorms Tuesday evening into Wednesday, followed by a nice temperature drop this weekend. Going to be kind of around mid 70s. All right, so moving things along to the crypto segment. We got Bitcoin coming in right now at $30,944. So this week, uh, Solana, one of the largest cryptocurrencies after Bitcoin and Ethereum, 
fell more than 12% on Wednesday as its blockchain suffered its second outage in the last month. Validators in the network were not processing new blocks for several hours, and applications built on Solana's blockchain were taken offline as a result. In recent years, Solana has been gaining traction in the NFT and DeFi ecosystems because it's cheaper and faster to use than Ethereum. Its blockchain processes about 50,000 transactions per second, and its average cost per transaction is is $0.00025 per transaction, which is super cheap, um, according to its website. And Ethereum can only handle about 13 transactions per second, and transaction fees are substantially more expensive than on Solana. But the last year and a half has laid bare the trade-off as the blockchain network has suffered multiple outages. So things are definitely looking shaky for Solana right now. However, I wouldn't count them down and out. I personally would be looking to pick some up around the uh, around twenty dollars or less. I think is a good deal. Um, I know kind of at the peak uh, over the last bull run, it was up to two hundred and sixty dollars. So you know you can get some at like twenty bucks. You know you're looking at like twelve x from there. So that's already a good come up but not only that that was with a lot of room to grow so you know that 12x could turn into a 25x you know who knows but just something to look out for all right so for the positive story this week a scientific team led by the scientific founders of atira rx have identified a small molecule erx 41 as a novel oral therapeutic agent that may have utility in treating multiple solid cancers, including triple negative breast cancer, glioblastoma, ovarian, and pancreatic cancers. Atira RX headquartered in Biolabs Pegasus Park plans to initiate clinical trials as early as the first quarter of 2023. In the work published in Nature Cancer, the researchers led by Drs. Jung Maoan, Ganesh Raj and Ratna Vadlamudi, sorry, <laughs> identified that ERX41 dramatically enhances endoplasmic reticulum or ER stress in cancer cells. Since aggressive cancer cells have higher basal levels than ER stress, the enhanced ER stress induced by ERX41 is not compensated and causes cancer cell death. Normal cells have low basal of ER stress and can compensate for ERX41 activity and do not undergo cell death after ERX41 treatment. Using state-of-the-art molecular approaches, the team identified that the molecular target of ERX41 is the protein encoded in the lysomal acid lipase, a lipogene, and that pharmacologic inhibition of lipa by ERX41 enhances ER stress in the cancer cells. The study set the foundation for clinical trials with patients with therapy-resistant cancers that are vulnerable to enhanced ER stress. These discoveries are exciting as they represent a novel approach to targeting the Achilles heel of many aggressive cancers, their vulnerability to enhanced ER stress. Our critical finding was that a new therapeutic target, LIPA, and its undiscovered role in protein folding. By targeting the lipo with the ERX41, protein folding in the cancer cells was disrupted, causing ER stress and promoting cancer cell death. 
Our findings indicate the potential for an oral agent with a favorable therapeutic index to effectively treat patients with aggressive cancers for whom options are limited. So they're kind of calling this like a magic pill that can dive in and disrupt these cancers from replicating and causing them to die. So that's pretty freaking sweet. And if there was a positive story, I would say this was it. Also kind of a tongue twister, but that's okay. All right, so I got three fun facts for you this week. The first one is Japan's Neo Castle created squeaky floors to prevent ninja assassins from sneaking in. The floors were designed so that just the lightest step produced a clearly audible sound and warned guards that danger is approaching and forcing a ninja to abandon his plots for the night. Second fun fact, a fish breathes by taking water into its mouth and forcing it out through the gill passages. As water passes over the thin walls of the gills, dissolved oxygen moves into the blood and travels to the fish's cells. For the third fun fact, the wedding ring is worn on the left hand ring finger because it was thought to be a vein in the finger, referred to as the Venus Amoris or the vein of love, said to be directly connected to the heart a tradition derived from the Romans. All right, and for the comedy segment this week, so if Joe Biden's wife is called the first lady, what do we call his mother? Joe Mama. An engineer dies and reports to the pearly gates. St. Peter checks his dossier and says, ah, you're an engineer. You're assigned to hell. So the engineer reports to the gates to hell and is let in. Pretty soon, the engineer gets dissatisfied with the level of accommodations and starts designing and building improvements. After a while, they've got air conditioning, flushing toilets, escalators, elevators, and so on, and the engineer is a pretty popular guy. One day, God calls Satan on the telephone, and he says, Hey, how's it going down there in hell? Hey, God, things are going great. We've got air conditioning, flushing toilets, and escalators. There's no telling what our engineer is going to come up with next, Satan says. What? You've got an engineer? That's a mistake. He should have never gotten down there. Send him back immediately, God says. No way. I like having an engineer on the staff. I'm keeping him, Satan says. Send him back here or I'll sue, God says. Satan laughs uproariously and answers, And yeah, right. And just where are you going to get a lawyer? All right. And then for the inspirational quote this week, this is a pretty powerful one um i've been digging into napoleon hill lately so uh, this is one of the main takeaways from his master class and it is whatever your mind can conceive and believe it can achieve and the spotify song of the week is hand in my pocket by alanis morissette That concludes the podcast, guys. I love y'all, and I'll see you next week.